If you want to support this podcast and get a full ad-free episode, sign up to Headstuff Plus. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Bitch, I should have read the contract a little more. My name's Keen. And I'm just one fat bitch in leopard print. I'm James. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to See That Pod. Uh, we are a podcast that speaks about RuPaul's Drag Race. But actually today we're talking about Silky's Drag Race because the game within the game became the Silky Nutmeg and Ash one woman show. It certainly did. And it wrapped up with a very disappointing ending. I am yeah. so... <laughs> Very frustrated by the shenanigans up in this gig. Honestly, would you know? Give us the fun. Give, like, give us the give us the name. Give us the winner. We want the name. To be fair, they rarely get an opportunity to do cliffhangers. Well, and I feel, but it's they not a cliffhanger here. show. This is not Love Island. It's not. This is not a group standing around a fire pit wait for tomorrow night. This is. This is we get our we get our one episode that gives us our moment of like we get completion in an episode, and we did not get completion in this episode. Fair enough. Leave it. Leave it on a cliffhanger of the queen walking in to the other. So we get the the the, redem- the reunion moment next week. But don't have us waiting nine episodes for a game within a game within a game only to say right now that we're at the last move we're gonna like you know cut intermission and wait till next week bitch please but it gives us a great opportunity to put a poll up on our instagram page as to see that pod to ask people which they'd rather see return eureka or silky which is the real game which is the real game within the game so Joining us today to talk all things Game Within the Game is actor extraordinaire Rodrigo Ternavoy. Uh, we loved having him on for a Drag Race UK, so he's back now to talk all things All Stars 6. Rodrigo, welcome back. We're delighted to have you back for the show this time for All Stars. Are you relieved the game within the game is finally here for us to enjoy? I am indeed. First of all, thank you so much for having me back. So clearly I didn't mess up the first one. So (laughs) (laughs) I am happy. It's really cool to see, you know, like a very different version uh, of the show uh, I I didn't I really didn't want to be one of the, you know the top four because I do feel sorry for them you know they've been working so yeah. hard and then suddenly oh guess what we're gonna have a bunch of other you know queens coming around so not really my cup of tea but as an audience member I'm very happy very excited I I actually think that they've also like the way they teased us was getting a little bit like like come on like you need to like you need to kind of give us a rest on this. But I thought that they, I thought this was a really interesting format. And I loved kind of seeing the, like the changes of the judging panel over the week and then kind of like the progression and the setup and the fact it was all kind of going on behind the scenes. Like it just, it was, it was kind of cool to see all that. And like even the flashbacks to like the guest judges, like Beyonce's mom there again. You know? <laughs> mm. <laughs> it's true. It was really cool. And I, I loved the whole Street Fighter vibe that they did and, you know, showing the queens and even like how it opened with the light coming around the main stage every single time like I, th- I think they did a really good job with it I think so I know yeah. James and I discussed how the, how we thought the format would pan out and it was what James thought it would be and I'm glad it was because I think I, I thought it definitely had potential to be lackluster mm-hmm. and this was good I think they spent a yeah. lot of time you know a lot of time planning and uh, and they did a good job because 
I don't know what I was expecting, but I was certainly not expecting what, you know, the way they did. Uh, I didn't think it was going to be uh, in one episode. I really thought it was going to be spread, uh, you know, between a few episodes or something. So it, it yeah. was a nice surprise. Uh, and I liked the whole vibe. It, it's about time. Like it's the, the season number 13, isn't it? Uh, yeah. So it's nice, you know, to, to, to shake, you know, shake things up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Give us something slightly different. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do we want to talk about the bit at the start where they pull out the lip syncs, lipsticks? The new piece of information we got was we didn't know what, who Eureka had voted for last week, so we found out that she had voted for Trinity. Mm-hmm. But they all kind of seemed happy that they were the top four. I, I think they were yeah. all happy. Uh, it's funny because, I don't know, like personally, I didn't think Kylie would, would still be there. You know, like I, I really mm. thought she would be gone by now, even though like it, she definitely grew on me. Like I, I actually like her nowadays, but I think it took a long time to, you know, to come out of her shell. Uh, and so for me, it was a little surprise to be in the top four. Uh, but it, by all means, she does deserve. She, she, you know, she nailed a few, a few of the challenges. So I was happy to see her there. And it was funny for me because Trinity couldn't be. I love just watching people's, I mean, you know, the queen's faces. When, when things started to, to, you know, to happen. In Trinity, she really can't lie. It was all over her face how upset she was. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, my God. She's definitely, like, I don't know about her acting skills. As far as I remember, wearing good because she really can't lie. Like, she was so upset. <laughs> I, I That was a funny theme running throughout the whole of this episode was just, like, the rest of the girls. Like, it almost felt like you were watching a watch party yes. with, uh, with it was like Ginger, Riley, and Raja. Yeah. Like a car crash, Tr- more likely. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but Trinity was just sat there like fuming. <laughs> well, dress up as a cat, so it was just a perfect yeah, yeah. animal. Like if it was a dog, it wouldn't work, you know, so no. well. But a cat, somebody, yeah. you know, like more, more, like you know, uh, downbeat, like a cat. Perfect. I loved it. Yeah, because you could tell Ginger and Raja were on. They're like, we're being recorded. We've got to be funny. We got to react to yeah. everything. Kylie was kind of a bit quiet just because she tends to be more quiet anyway. But yeah, yeah. And then but Trinity, Trinity was like, was no, seething. I'm a cat. I don't give a shit. I'm going to just do my thing. <laughs> when one of them were saying kind of around how that was... It's sort of it's it's interesting to me how the queens obviously think that like having a real highlight or a real memorable moment or a real high high outweighs just consistency even if you end up in the bottom. So that's kind of like showing that and actually like in I was thinking about it afterwards that that's kind of as a viewer as well. The stuff that's memorable and the stuff that sticks out to you even if they have a shit week or even if they have a week that they're kind of off, you kind of forgive that because they've had a high high, but if you've been consistent right the way through you were just kind of getting boring. It is just kind of getting boring. So it really was Eureka's time to go. And I wasn't surprised that everyone had voted to her for her, but I did feel kind of sorry for her because she had been so consistently good. And she did so well in the past as well, you know, like, yeah, she did get to the top as far as, yeah, she did. Yeah. Back on the day. Yeah. 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 yeah, I think that's very true. Like, I don't know how you view progression in the series, but for me, I'm always like, who's had the most iconic moments. Mm -hmm. And that's like how I decide my favorite person. And yeah, someone like Eureka or even Pandora, I felt didn't have many. Oh, don't start me on Pandora. Seriously. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think we probably will. I think it's time to. (laughs) No, but on that note, I love Eureka. I really do. I think she has a really good personality. I I think she's, Mm -hmm. she's more of like, she's more uh, like a human being, you know, a human being that I'd like to be beside with, you know, beside of. Yeah. Because uh, she, she, she does, she's not that shady. She's kind of, she tries her, you know, to be funny, whatever. Uh, But she did lose, you know, her way a little bit halfway through. 
I actually saw Erika in the board gash uh, with the gang, you know, back in the day. Oh, and yeah. She, it, it was so nice, uh, you know, like the performance and, and, and everything. And she is like a very lovely person. Uh, and that's why yeah. I was upset to see her go. But at the same time, I agree with James. It's, it was kind of time, you know. So first up is Serena Chacha versus Jiggly Caliente. It was great to see them. It feels like a whole, another season. I felt like they were in All-Stars 5, really, at this point, <laughs> yeah. when we saw them back again. Based on who the guest judge was, Tia Mary, it was this lipstick was filmed after episode three rather than episode two when Jiggly would have went home, which I thought was interesting. So they were all a week behind. Mm-hmm. So they had this sort of week, I guess, to prepare the lip sync, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I think they had to do that because they need, because I thought about that even in turn, like they had to give people a fair opportunity to be able to learn the words for the lip sync, what they were going to do. Uh, and then also it kind of makes it fairer because there was a couple of times watching it where say Silky ha- seemed to have like props out on the stage ahead of time. She and was, I was been, like, been on the she... God of props. Like in <laughs> yeah. <stunts. laughs> yeah. And I was kind of like, do these other girls know that they're like, like she's just been rocking around so long. She has all the tips. But Erika <laughs> seemed to, to leave straight to you know, the workroom and then went to lip sync it. So what, how did, how did that happen? I know I'm kind of jumping yeah. the gun here, but no, no, you're right. Cause I was wondering that as well. I, I was wondering maybe, because we know the queens get the lip syncs in advance, mm-hmm. but maybe they didn't yeah. get the ones for the game within the game. So maybe since you've been gone was one that all the queens got at the start. I'm oh, not okay. sure. Yeah. I actually, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, Since You've Been Gone by Kelly Clarkson is just a song everyone knows all, at least <laughs> yeah. every gay person. Even if you're a bisexual, you should know that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I I, th- I think it's safe to say. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I I do have to say that um, Chris Murphy, who we had on last week, will be turning in his actual. Well, I was going to say turning in his grave. He's not dead, but turning in whatever whatever hammock he has in his bed <laughs> with fury. That this is a second opportunity to have a Carly uh, Charlie XEX song. Because I when I saw that they were doing it this way, I genuinely thought, oh right. Obviously, the final lip sync is going to be Vroom Vroom by Carly XEX because there, she had that little thing in it saying, and they, they probably gave Eureka both of those Charlie XEX songs to learn. I was thinking of that as well. Like, I was like, you know, you have two options here. We don't know which, which one we're going to go for. Just learn yes. them. Yeah. Yeah, and I, so I was expecting that to happen at the end of it. I know we're jumping right to the very yes. end, but I was kind of... I do love that song, the the Kelly Clarkson song, though, so I was happy enough to see it lip synced. But I kind of think that poor Charlie XEX and poor Charlie XEX fans are just going to be left blue balled after tonight. Much yeah. like us after tonight, <laughs> I should say. I must say, I think the song choices in this week's episode were great. Like, I don't think there was a dud amongst them. Um, no, there really wasn't. So fair play to the team who picked out them, if you're listening. But yeah, let's jump back to Serena and Jiggly. They lip synced on Vogue, Free Your Mind. And you know what? I thought Serena deserved to win by a hair's breadth. Yes, I actually, I, I made a little, little note here myself. Like, um, like mm-hmm. her, you know, as, as a queen, as a drag queen, I never really thought she was that good. I always thought you know, she was a bit meh. Uh, but yeah. but just based on that particular li- the lip sync, I think she did a better job. Uh, yeah. And but again, she has like for me like was missing a little bit. Uh, not not in that particular performance, but in general, I don't think she has a lot of charisma. And Jiggly has a lot a lot more charisma. And I think that's main, the, the yeah. main reason to know. 
I, I completely agree with you. I think that Jiggly won this one based on like her overall charisma and personality mm-hmm. because I thought that I was much more captivated by mm-hmm. Serena's performance. Yeah. I thought it was much more interesting. Mm-hmm. I liked the reveal. I thought that's the best she's ever looked on mm-hmm. Drag Race. I think that's probably the best performance she ever gave in Drag Race. Um, And I kind of even warmed to her, like just her like slight little sassiness on stage yeah, for the first Bruce time she can't wait to do her hair and i was a bit like look this is a nice moment for you and i did i think that like she was never going to get like silky was always going to smash who, who like either one of them literally but i did feel yeah <laughs> literally and figuratively i was <laughs> but i was really I, I really would have liked to see serena get through to, to that set i think she deserved and, yeah I, I i agree i think so too i did find i find like she she has her guard up. She isn't being vulnerable, I think. Because mm-hmm. she's kind of all like, I'm here. I'm going to take back the crown, bitches. Blah, blah, blah. And I just feel, I'm like, relax. Let us say it a bit more. I, I think it's interesting like, because it's something that, I, it's always when, when, when English is not you know, their first language. I feel like there's yeah. an, another layer to, you know, to overcome. As I do say yeah. that because I'm, clearly, I know you guys think I'm from Dublin, but I'm not. <laughs> and you know when when you don't don't have that kind of domain of the language, I, I think it's 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 you know it's a little bit more complicated. Uh, but that's not impossible because we've seen you know other queens that are not from you know uh, America uh, do, do know yeah. quite well. But like I just you know sometimes I just give a little credit because I I I, I don't know I've yeah. been there myself. It's a little bit. Yeah, and that's very true and I think you you can then rely you can rely more on maybe like cliche expressions exactly. because you know yeah. and and that can feel that so that's a very good point all right uh next up was Jiggly versus Silky uh Cindy Loper's girls just want to have fun this was this was stunt number one of the making herself a drink and I feel like if Silky was to head down to Lidl. She wouldn't need to bring any bags with her. She'd probably be like tucking the biscuits under the arm. Like she could bring her whole shopping bag on I the body. I think so. Like I could see her, you know, making an omelette without an oven. Yeah. Like, I was like, you know, she definitely has, you know, a saucepan, you know, something yeah. coming out of there. That's just brilliant. <laughs> Saddlebags ganache. No, like she is. Um, I, I I have to say, like uh, of. All like all like ever since the rose petal reveal, we've been looking for like what's the next thing yes. that can be the big kind of reveal. So now like we had the wig reveal, we had the rose petal reveal, and now you need to like actually mix yourself a cocktail. Yes. You need like actually now that that's been done, you have to prepare yourself a three course meal yes. across the stage. <laughs> <laughs> she was nailing it, literally. It was really good. And do you know what? I thought it was really funny as well. As soon as you know the the the, the queen uh, started being revealed, you know the, the whatever the blinds were going yeah. up, straight away Silky was like jiggly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <That> was, <laughs> the blind wasn't even like one inch of the floor. Like get jiggly. It was so funny. Yeah. <laughs> I I actually I loved their bit of banter, but mm. back and forth on the stage. Yes. I thought that was really funny, and it did show like how both of them have such huge personalities. Um, what was it? I think when the the uh, when Jiggly was revealed, it was like, oh, they're voting all the fat bitches off, and it just was like funny and knowing, and just kind of showed that personality that we didn't really see from Silky yes. in the in the season when she was actually in mm-hmm. it. Because I think she was a bit out of her head or a bit in her head yeah. during the episode she was actually on. I think yeah. so. No, absolutely. She like the costumes because they were both wearing animal prints. Oh, leopard print. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she was like, oh, you stretched your leopard print. <laughs> she <wrote everything>. yeah. <laughs> and we get in Untucked as well. We get a, a nice kind of chats between the queens afterwards as well, which was kind of nice because it is kind of nice just to see them kind of 
just chat back and forth just the two of them in mm-hmm. a moment of sort of high tension like that so it, i think that was quite nice i think silky's biggest like the moment she probably could have lost was next up against Yara. I thought that was incredibly close. I wrote in my notes that that lip sync was a double Shantae worthy lip sync. I felt like if it was up for elimination, they both would have stayed. It was to Expose's Point of No Return, a song I was unfamiliar with, but I really enjoyed. And yeah, this was a top class lip sync, I thought. Yeah, I'm a little bit afraid of Yara. I don't know why. I really <laughs> yeah. am. Like it's- Especially she nice. Like I don't like all this the screaming and the, the little don't know screams that she that she does. Uh, it's just she's very unpredictable, and, and and I'm just a little bit afraid of her. She reminds me of, of a clown, like a Joker or something. Yeah. Uh, so I genuinely I am afraid of her sometimes. So I don't know. I, I maybe I was just focusing on Silky, the, you know, during the, during the lip sync. She's Joaquin Phoenix's next great role. And I'm telling you, she will get an Oscar for that because like she's she's scary. I'm not surprised. I I think you're right. I think there's something kind of unhinged about her. Like kind of it's gone into like a new, a next level from like the wacky Yara we had on season three in All-Stars. It's now fully just like, unhinged i would not be surprised if netflix are making like a documentary about what was found in her backyard exactly. in the next couple of years i i, I caught myself because i'm watching i was watching you know on my laptop in the kitchen and then by myself i was by myself downstairs and i caught myself kind of looking behind you know when you were a little bit scared <laughs> i was like what if she's just turn up here in my kitchen I, genuinely i was watching her and i kind of i just felt uh, i didn't feel safe <laughs> And I'm not saying this just for the sake of saying. Was it was it the bright blue contact lenses? Because they are quite <laughs> disconcerting. It was everything. Is this crazy? I don't know if it's a parrot. I don't know if it's, if, if it's a sheep coming. Like it's oh, it's just too much. I don't like it. No, <laughs> I was happy to see her go. She she gives, she gives me the creepies. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, you know, if you turn, if you say Yara Sophia three times into a mirror and turn off the light, she's standing there being like, ah! <laughs> exactly. You just, you just see the blue light, the blue eyes oh, in the background. Look, I have goosebumps <laughs> just to think about. I'm not even exaggerating. No, it's to really not though, for me. For, uh, <laughs> a 37 year old person, she has like the hips of a 18 year old, like the flattest stomach I've ever seen. True. She, she uh, like, yeah. do you remember when she was uh, portraying Shakira? Yeah, that, that was actually for me. I don't know. They didn't like back on the day, but like I really liked it. I thought she did a very good job. Uh, you know, obviously not as much as Trinity, but she did. Yeah. She did well, I think, back on the day. Yeah. Was there a stunt for the Silky Yara lip sync? I think she was wearing like the sort of kind of disco inspired, and it was kind of like neon face oh, paint. I think it was just dancing though. Oh yeah. Oh, that that was that Ginger was said she loves an outfit that doubles as a car wash, yes. and yeah. I thought that was. <laughs> Really funny. Yeah. Like if if you go to any you know a Circle K, is you know a petrol station in Ireland, you're gonna find you know something similar to that for sure. Uh, she, she she did, but it was beautiful. Uh, it was nice, and it was a little. Re- re- there was no big stunt, but there was a little reveal. You know, yeah, reveal, yeah. I should say. <laughs> um, but I I did like I did think that these were close, and I I kind of thought that that Yara would be the one who could knock Silky out of the way. Um, but overall, I just thought the energy Silky was bringing and the power and the attack that she brought, like yeah. I, she was a deserved winner in this. I think so. Another thing that uh, scares me, you know, about Yara, uh, it's when she starts <laughs> punching her boobs. This <laughs> yeah. business of punching her boobs is like, why would you do that? 
That is true. She does. Do, she does do this an awful lot. Yeah, you know? like it's like don't know. Like, they, they cost money. You <laughs> bought them. You know, like it's your size. Just don't know. Keep them. Just <laughs> business of been punching them around. Not my thing. <laughs> Uh, like so after after Silky like beat Yara Sophia I was like okay well you know Scarlet Envy is going to be a walk in the park really for Silky here yeah. so she was up next day at the lip sync to Cher's song for the lonely oh, I think I Silky won song. this notably yeah another great song yeah I, I would say that like of, of all of the looks this evening Scarlet's look in this was Definitely. like the most perfect beautiful she was beyond beautiful like out of this world beautiful but we can tell that she has still not been able to master the art of dancing oh no, yeah and she doesn't have much charisma either you know like it's I don't know. I, She's a very dry personality. Yeah, it's not as, as bad as Serena. Not in a bad way, though. You yeah. know, but yeah. I do think, like, sometimes those queens that are all about, you know, the looks. Uh, and I think she came a long way because I think it was way worse in the past. I do think she's she mm-hmm. got so much better. I, but again, when you put, you know, her against Silky, that has so much charisma and is so bloody funny, then she just, you know, gets lost, which is a pity because she, she, she was gorgeous, absolutely beautiful. Yeah, like, I do think she does have charisma, but, like, in a YouTube maybe makeup tutorial or yes. something like that where it's just her yeah. and the camera, it gets lost on stage. She doesn't know how to bring it out on stage from what, yeah. from what I can see. Was I, I did like how Scarlett called out the, like, I do know that you said before if you had to lipstick, you were motherfucking ready to do mm. so. Yeah. I thought that was a fun mm-hmm. throwback. And then equally funny how Silky batted back to basically be like, that's what the last bitch said. Yeah. So I was just like, the com- <laughs> you could see the confidence, Silky's confidence yes. growing and growing and growing. And, and, and yeah. that's the pro- one of the problems with Silky. I think uh, she, she has this pattern, you know, like the, she's kind of lost and then she kind of finds her way. She wins a challenge and then keeps going. And then eventually she's so cocky that she ends up messing up, you know, uh, mm. in my opinion. I, you know, I, I, I actually agree with you. I think that if there had been a, a, like a, like an iota of humility left by the time she got to the mm-hmm. Eureka one, I don't think she would have gone like as, you know, balls to the wall crazy with the stunts and then wouldn't have hampered yourself yes i i i um, think it wasn't uh you know it wasn't the the outfit it was the universe going like no now you're gonna get stuck in your trousers and you're gonna pay <laughs> for your clocking this you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Joe Rooney here. Back in 2015, I recorded my first Potter Rooney. And since then, I've been chatting to people that I meet throughout my travels here and there all over the world, including Sean Locke, Mary Coughlin, Frank Kelly, Joanne McAnally, Owen Colgan, Shazia Mertza, Aidan Gillen and Kocha Reardon. But loads of people you'd never heard of who have very interesting tales to tell including the sadly no longer with us Boston-based comedian Barry Crimmins, who led a crusade against images of child abuse on the internet, Tracy Carroll, whose daughter Willow has the highest grade of cerebral palsy, Drada Homeless Aid, Christine Volset, a Norwegian singer-documentary maker who ended up hanging out with the young lads in inner city Dublin and riding bareback on a horse through the city streets. All these very interesting tales to tell, and all you have to do is skip the first six minutes of me talking rubbish. That's Potteroni. Mm. 
that was a clip from Pod Rooney, uh, Joe Rooney's comedy podcast where he interviews funny people about their lives and lifestyles through on the Headstuff Network along with us. Have there been any familiar faces on there, Keen? Perhaps you researched this. I know you like a stat. Thanks. <laughs> I love a stat. From my finding, we have four of our friends of the pod who've been on at Alison Spitlick Road, Farley, Gail Gorey, and Julie J, all people we love having on this podcast. So, if you like the sound of that clip and you want to go check out Potterooney, they might be nice entry-level episodes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and if you are feeling enamored with all things Headstuff, you can head over to Headstuff Plus, where you're able to sign up for the premium network and support us and the little journey that we're taking with our, our workroom episodes. And every Wednesday, you can find a new episode in the workroom. We're going to play a little clip of the one that came out last week, which was our recap of Death Becomes Her. We were joined by Entertainment.ie movie editor, Brian M. Lloyd. And and we got into like the queer legacy and the staying power and just the all-round campery of the, the movie. Lots of fun. And we had some lovely feedback during the week on Instagram from people who have listened to us. Mm, absolutely. So if you're interested, head over to headstuffpodcast.com, sign up, and you'll get that episode straight away. So if you're interested, here's a wee clip. Watching Death Becomes Her, where two ostensibly awful women tear each other to shreds over the affections of an entirely unremarkable man, raises an interesting question. Why are gay men so obsessed with divas? Maybe it's the undeniable entertainment value of two women swinging shovels at each other, or perhaps it has something to do with members of the LGBT community relating to individuals who have the gall to assert their own worth, even as it directly contradicts the value placed in them by the rest of society. Though Madeline and Helen are both technically cast as villains in the film, Watching now, it's impossible not to see them as sympathetic figures. They're fighting to keep the status which their beauty once afforded them. They're fighting against the system, and we root for them because they're trying to win a game that's rigged against them, and all too often as an experience shared by queer people. That hot take is not as original as it may seem, and you'll see lots of articles online that will tell you how, for as long as anyone can remember, divas, divas have spoken to us about their shared experience of oppression and how they've overcome it, and how that is just so damn empowering. Okay. Silky, it's been great. I've been loving the lip sync so far, but I think Akira is going to send you packing because Akira is a great lip syncer. And I I knew something was up when I saw Silky come out first. Like I made a note of it. Like, mm-hmm. why have they changed the order here? Yeah, I didn't understand. Yeah. And then Akira doesn't show up. Yeah. Did we understand the rationale there? I don't know. I, I like... It, like, it's kind of obvious, you know, once we saw the little video there, but even on the day I was, I was thinking about, cause there's, you know, there's a bit of flashback yeah. as well, but I remember the day when Akira was, was leaving. I didn't feel very confident that she was happy with that. She was very, very upset. And then it showed again. So I wasn't surprised when they showed again, but yeah. again, it's upsetting to see that somebody uh, as good as Akira, cause she is good. Uh, she wasn't good in certain like acting stuff, but I don't even blame yeah. because like, you know, once you're a drag queen, you're a performer, not necessarily an actress, you know, or a comedian. You know, I, I do feel sorry for, for, yeah. for that sort of, you know, comparison. Uh, so it's a pity. But at the same time, you know, it takes takes a lot of balls for someone to go like, listen, I, I don't, I'm not prepared to get, you know, crushed again. So thank you very yeah. much, but I'll pass. I think, I, I, you know, she earned my respect yeah. at that moment. Yeah, I, I actually felt the same way. Um, and in another way, I kind of think maybe, like... If, if she had had a moment of reflection maybe she had just come to the realization look i've got i i'm a, an amazing performer in this area i haven't got a couple of these skills over here so she probably felt like i'm possibly mm-hmm. not meant or destined to win this competition so why would i put myself through this mm-hmm. i've already done what i wanted to do proved what i needed to prove so i'm just going to walk out and i do think that 
of all of the like walkouts and whatever that we've had over the last number of years where we've always been kind of like you know pissed off Ginny Lemon and the rest of them yes like I kind of think this is the first time like you know what actually fair play you know maybe this was the right yeah this was honourable and it was the right decision for you Um, though I do feel like she would have needed to bring something fairly spectacular in order to best I know because when when she asked for lip sync i was like oh do you know what this is really really clever because this is a, a moment where she doesn't have to share the stage with anybody and she has the whole audience's attention for two minutes that's why i thought she did it and then when i realized what the stunt was i was like ah she didn't want to have to do all that practice for that exactly i would have done the same i was like where am i gonna wear that <laughs> outfit Do- both of them ever again this is my chance <laughs> I may as well just show RuPaul. <laughs> and, and talk about humility. I thought in that moment she was quite humble to be like, Ru, I've been taking this very seriously. Mm-hmm. This to me is the maxi challenge. Yeah. You know, I'm putting my all into this. Please let me show it to you. And I thought that was a very good moment for her. I thought so too, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I actually think like in a way, like the amount of FaceTime she's going to have had with Rue and the amount of interaction she's going to have had with Rue now over this period of time, like she'll be like the only queen who Rue actually remembers out of this season. Yeah, <laughs> literally. <laughs> yeah, I think she she's definitely elevated herself. I'd say she'll, she'll do well for this. You know, she might get her own wow present mm-hmm. show or she might get to come back and do some walkthroughs with Rue and stuff like that yeah it was definitely a good night for her like the, the, that lip, lip sync was just amazing it was like literally for me one of the best yeah yeah you know yeah. I, very funny yeah. like I was laughing and even if though like the like the the it was a little crunchy, like the, the execution was a bit crunchy, but I was like, you know what, I don't care. This is really funny. But but but, but that's quite silky, isn't it? Like everything she does, like you can always see, you know, uh, the, the, the stuff hanging don't know, off her arms or don't know, from her, <laughs> yeah, her, bits her of fabric behind. off. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it is silky, you know, like, but but at the same time, it's, you know, I don't know, like she has so much personality. And I think, you know, 13 seasons uh, already, I don't understand how certain queens don't get that the whole idea is go big or go home. Yeah. This business of coming really cute and then doing, you know, one little step from one side, two little steps for the other side. And it doesn't bring you any, anything. Yeah. You don't need to, you don't need, literally you just have to know the lyrics and do big movements. Yeah. Because, yeah. Don't, and try to be funny, obviously. So the Suki Suki yeah. does that so well. Yeah. Uh, Pandora Box, not so much. <laughs> Even in Untucked, because Akira wasn't there to do the sort of after lip sync chat, Silky plays both roles. <laughs> like has a conversation oh, with really? herself I haven't seen between that. the male and the female version, <laughs> oh and she's just God. like she's like capitalizing at all this airtime. She's natural, she's <laughs> and that's 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 one thing that I think it's important to say. Uh, the only uh, time that we she we, we see her uh, out of her kind of comfort zone. It's when she has way too many, you know, queens around, yeah. the beautiful ones, the ones that are so famous, whatever. Yeah. That's when she starts, you know, questioning her, herself. When she's by herself or another queen, yeah. you can see that she just comes to life. Yeah. No, it's like less competition means more confidence. And then, yeah. you know, she shines. Silky took on Jan next. The track was Pat Benatar's Heartbreaker. Didn't know this one, uh, but really, really liked it. Uh, probably one of my, well, the first one I'll probably go back and listen to after the episode. Jan had stank face as she stomped down that runway. 
Yeah, well, I thought she was going to fly away with she's... the black cape. I really thought she was going to fly away. You know, she was kind of taking a momentum. Yeah. And I was like, either she went that between RuPaul's legs. So she's gonna say, you know, if she can launch herself across and smack Luke, RuPaul one. Or, yeah, or in the car park. Yeah. Like one, one or the other. It was, it was kind of scary. And she broke the light as well. Yeah. I thought she was, bit, she was trying to inhabit... She was trying to inhabit the song, I feel, like right from the moment. Like she was character acting in the lip sync, yeah. like the way she walked out, kind of like this sort of heartbreaker. Do you like, kind of do you like Jen? Jen? Do you like her? No, I, do, I don't. She's not, she's not I my do. sort of I queen. Like Jen. I, I, I do feel sort of sorry for her. And especially because as she was, I can't remember if it was in Untucked Room when she was leaving, she was all like, I'll get into that Hall of Fame one way or another. I'll, you'll see me here or you'll see me on another. And I'm like, no, Jan. Stop! No, this is the end, love. But good luck. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I don't like. Her. I, I admire how hard she tries. I really do. I think yeah. I have to give it to her. She deserves to have, you know, her own little star, whatever you know the star will be. But it's just I don't know. She tries too hard, and then all these miles. But then I, I can see that she's suffering, and I feel sorry for her. Yeah. But there's something about her. That, I don't know. Maybe it's a simple name. J. You know. J. A. M. Doesn't do anything to me. Nothing good no. came out of a simple name. Exactly. You know, like it could be Jen <laughs> Davenport, whatever. You know, something a bit more appealing. So yeah, I feel sorry for her. Yeah. But she did good. She, you know, she did a good job in the mm-hmm. lip sync. I could see how much she wanted there. Yeah. You know, she wanted to yeah. be there. And at the end, when she was, you know, sent away, uh, I felt sorry because yeah. her face was like, Crushed. really? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. No, like I think for me, Silky won it just when she said smashing up the guitar. I thought that yeah. was really oh, yeah. funny that moment. I was like, Where okay, did that guitar come That's what from? I wanted to ask. I was like, this is where I kind of thought like has Silky got them to put like props out on the stage for her, or did she carry that out and like put it on the ground? Because it feels like it would be unfair to like have like a prop delivered to the stage for you to live. Because it was the same thing with the flag she used during. Um, yeah, the flag the I saw, one. but the guitar was like Jesus. It's, it's, no, it's, it's not a little ukulele. <laughs> yeah. It's a bloody massive guitar. Where did that come from? <laughs> well, we we saw her bring the flag out with her, but I saw when uh, Jan and Silky were doing their sort of back and forth, sort of you know. Uh-huh. You're wearing the same thing Scarlet War kind yeah. of thing. The, the guitar was on the stage. Oh, was it? Oh, okay. I, yeah, I before missed she that. came out. I missed that. Um, but it was which, good. Yeah, it, do, it, it does make you think, is that fair? And I was kind of like, that's a bit unfair if she got a place, but then she won me over with the smashing of it. That was like, yeah, yeah, exactly. If, if, even Trinity, when she saw that, you know, Silky was so out there and, and, mm. and, and she was going for it. Oh, by the way, I loved when Silky was playing the guitar with her mouth. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh my God, that was hilarious. That was really funny. Because <laughs> we got, we did get some questionable air guitar. We had the moment where was it Yara was like playing guitar, like... Between her yeah, legs. Yeah, between her legs. I was like, oh, this is like a lot of air guitar for, for a drag yes. show. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd normally say like a air guitar is like a, a wig reveal with no wig underneath it. It's like a kiss of death for a lip sync, but there was a lot of it in this mm-hmm. one, so I figured the judges kinda liked it. Um, yeah, it was good. Yeah, I mean I like Jan. I think her indignance is a bit annoying when she gets kicked off because it's like, look, someone has yeah. to go, you did well, look at the positive, not the negative. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she did a great job and Rue, you know made sure that she knew it which I thought was quite because nice. not, yeah. not so all of them got good. that moment like not all of them got no. the like recognition of how great they had been mm-hmm. or of, of how much they, they had deserved yeah deserved this yeah. Um, 
And she got to do it in front of Tina Knowles as well. So that, you know, I'd say yeah. she loves that. Pandora, I get, you look at Pandora, you're like, oh, here we go, lamb to a slaughter now. Yeah. This one. Yeah. Pan, pan, Pandora Botox. So, yeah. Let's talk about her. <laughs> but actually, uh, Ginger said it in the little, because actually you forget that you've got like the little goggle box thing going on when you've got like the queen's head. And Ginger did say, oh, if this falls in her wheelhouse, like she could do really well. And I kind of think it's like when the Jinx detox lip sync happened on season five, like that was a very... That was a very one-sided lip sync because like Jinx could do that. And if you got something that was more in that like campy 40s vibe, like Pandora would have owned it. But I just feel like a like an Ariana Grande an Ariana Grande song like was never gonna be even if she did look like she was sort of like a, a real housewives of Beverly Hills sort of like, you know, calendar shoes <laughs> yeah. contestant. Yeah, it just I wasn't mean, big as soon enough. as I heard the, that opening percussion of Focus, I was like, okay, that, this is not Pandora's real house. <laughs> so, unfortunately. Yeah, but it, it's, it's like, I think every time we see, you know, I see Pandora giving a, a little interview, not to know when they, they just show the queen yeah. herself, you know, talking, you know, throughout the episode. Uh, I kind of like her. I think, you know, she's, she's nice and, you know, she's kind, whatever. Uh, but then when, when it comes to drag, I don't, I, I can't remember one thing that she did that, that, that I can actually go like, yes, she did well there. I really can't remember. Uh, other and than I, her snatch game. I Yes, the snatch game was really good. It was yeah. really, really good. Yeah. Yes. But it was that's, still, that's not enough. Also, that's like 13 years ago now. Like, you know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, you know, it's, it's, it's called Pandora Box for a reason. You know, you open it once. Yeah. And then you I also feel her her elimination on All Stars 1 was pretty iconic. But she was like, if I'd come on my own, I would have won. <laughs> <laughs> she does have one line there. I don't know that's funny every now and then, but just not enough. I, I think I think you're actually right about her, though, in that, like, when you see her in the head-to-head, she's very naturally funny. And even when she was mm-hmm. chatting on the, um, like, on the main stage with Rue and them, she's she she is quite naturally you know funny but it just seems like when you put her in the pressure of the competition and put her beside mm-hmm. performing beside the other queens she just disappeared completely completely and that that's that was her problem all the way along so i think she just mm-hmm. like I, i'm glad that she got like another a bit of a a bit of a redemption she got mm-hmm. reintroduced to the to the people or to the to the fans now but yeah, mm-hmm. like there, there was no way walking into this that Silky wasn't going to be walking away the winner. No, no. Mm. And Silky didn't even do that much of a stunt in this. Like he just dressed like Ariana Grande and did that backward flop kind of that she did in Queens Everywhere, perfectly timed, which was you know enough to get her to win the lip sync. So that's all she really mm-hmm. needed to do. <clears throat> she didn't know to, to do much because I, I don't know. They, like I was saying before, some queens just do very little and then if you do anything literally if you just fall off you know, on your back then you win yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> finally then uh so charlie xx got to see three lip syncs she was she was spoiled because she got to see the pandora one and the eureka one and then the Riki going the original time so uh finally then silky and eureka since you've gone we've kind of discussed it i loved that silky was munching on crisps as they were talking the whole time i feel like she should have got points for that i i i I got why she was doing like at the beginning i was like i don't get it so eventually i kind of got it but it's just like it's just too much story to tell doing a lip sync yeah and that's why she got stuck in her own costume you know like (laughs) i no, i yes both of them though because also like eureka was really like fundamentally like misinterpreting 
what the meaning of the song is like since you've been gone like it's not a positive parting it's not like it's not like someone you love left you it's now you're able to do better in spite so the other is like oh this song reminds me of my mother it's like yes but is it because you like hated your mother and in spite of her you're going to do well is that what you're implying <laughs> yeah <laughs> I don't think she had the time. If you look at the costume, even I think she wore that before. I I recognized it as well. I think yeah, I, I recognized like, the wig was a little bit like yeah, you know, like twisted. Uh, and and to be fair, I do think uh, I think she left. You know, the the I mean, she was in the workroom and she was called on stage, which I think it's true that part because she came and she was a bit like. Oh, I just got this, you know, necklace that that I got from my mom, and I yeah. thought that was like you know, some sort of alarm or something. I don't know if you're about to have a heart attack <laughs> yeah. or something like that. Uh, it was just like was well, she was a bit all over the place. But considering you know all of that, uh, and that she didn't have time to prepare, I think she did a, a good job. I believed, even though she didn't follow through with the you know the the lyrics. Yeah, I think she 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 was really trying hard. Yeah. You know? I, I definitely preferred her performance to Silky's, but I think that Silky's annoyed me because it was kind of like, you know, stunts and stunts and stunts and stunts. And it just finally, it got too big. Like the, like sort of, you know, the sumo costume thing and like the whole storyline of like, this is me like finding my road to fitness after my ex left me or whatever. Like it's all like too high concept. But I'm assuming that, I'm assuming that it was after a breakup because other words, like... Or maybe because it... the since because the since yeah. been gone, yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I mean, you know, it was the Michelle Visage. If you've got to explain it, it, it doesn't work. Like exactly, you know, Silky's mm-hmm. concept didn't work. But I did also feel Eureka's being like, "This one's for me, mommy." Like it was really X Factor, just tugging at the heartstrings bit, unnecessarily. Yeah. Yeah. that pissed me off as well. I, to be perfect, I would forgive Eureka that because I'm a Eureka apologist, but also because I do feel like the like the emotions that she was having to process in that moment of like literally, you know, cause like, was it at the beginning of the episode, Trinity jokes about how they gave them a half an hour to kind of like whatever. So it's literally, you know, 30 minutes after she was eliminated from this competition, she's back on stage in front of the judging panel again, having to do a lip sync against this other queen who's been doing. So she's having to process the fact that all of this has been going on by their backs. The fact that she might, and like, it's no wonder that like she got overcome with emotions in that, yeah, in that I, way. I, um, I, 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 I'll give that to her as well. I agree with you. James. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then just say that's the cause and don't be like, Oh, this song reminds you of my mom. Keen, you're the so song- cold. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you not I emotional? I stood by Keen. while you assassinated poor Jan. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, that, that bit annoyed me. But she did do a slightly better lip sync. Like her wig line was falling back. I think at that point, you know, Silky really needs to try very out to stand out. So I'd say Eureka won by a bit. Yeah. But I don't know. I kind of feel... I kind of feel if Yuriki goes back in, will she not be on the back foot again? Whereas I feel if Silky has soared all the way to the top, she'll feel all this momentum and we might get a better performance from her. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I, I actually don't know who deserves more. I think mm. technically Silky deserves more because yeah. Jesus, she's been lip syncing for, I don't know, for years now. <laughs> it seems like that anyway. And, and Yurika kind of, you know, didn't do as much. Uh, but then Eureka was, you know, she stayed in the competition until that particular yeah. week, and Silky was gone. So, it, like it, in my mind, almost like they're, you know, head to head. Yeah. You know, we put a lot of effort at the beginning. I put a, lo- a lot of effort, you know, towards the end. So I think they're neck neck. But I don't know. I have a feeling that because it's TV, 
and TV, the no soap operas, as you know, they, they love the drama. I think they might go for uh, Erika as a little phoenix, you know, like, I know this girl won't like, you know, 17 lip syncs in <laughs> one night, but let's give it to Erika because it's going to sound more dramatic. I, I, I would also think that it's, I, I think it would possibly be more satisfying for it to be silky just from like a sort of a completion side of things and just like here's a person who like fought against the odds right from like week three and like managed to fight their way back but I, I just think that in terms of the like the story beyond this like I, I think that Eureka fits back into that top into that top four more naturally has a competitive chance of of making it to the actual top four and even would have a good shout of kind of like being strongly considered for winning i don't think she necessarily could win but like in a way that silky really couldn't i don't think be considered for, as like a winner of the overall series that's my next question uh, you know Eureka or silky wherever it is will they survive next week's episode do you think well i think i think that Eureka could I'm not so sure about Silky because it is that like one woman show kind of comedy thing and I think that Eureka could really excel in that area I would say Silky I I, I would say on paper Silky could do better on, as a one woman show sure that's what the whole episode was <laughs> it was a Silky one woman show <laughs> it, it, it is true yeah I, I, I agree with James I think Eureka could I think she's more polished as well so in comparison with the, the other you know four queens uh, the top four I think Uh, I, I don't think Silky is in that league. Uh, but again, because the challenge is going to be, you know, that, I think it, it might be actually better for Silky. It's a very difficult one. I think I prefer Eureka because I, I, I like Eureka more. But I think who deserves more is actually Silky. But I don't think either of them will win. I think Ginger, uh, Ginger Minge uh, and Trinity, for me, are you know, the, the winners, really. Yeah, yeah I the can't other. see them winning. And to be honest, I don't. I, I can just imagine whoever comes back will be gone. Yeah. In the next episode, yeah. I I, that's how it tends to. My go. feeling is that next week, like whoever comes back, if if whoever comes back next week doesn't win the challenge, they'll absolutely be gone because there's no way someone will like. So, but I I could see if Eureka, I could see if Eureka comes back, Eureka could potentially win that challenge, and at that point, then I would say most likely. Kylie would go out of the top four that's there um, and then you end up with a similar top four where it's like two people with two challenge wins and one per or three people with two challenge wins and one person with one challenge win um, but yeah I, I, it, it is getting to that point now where I kind of like I would like I, I wanted to wrap up and it's kind of if Eureka just goes back next week there is a bit of me that's going to be like why did we have this at all why did this even happen <laughs> And to be fair, like, although we're, we're, we're debating who will do a better job, Eureka or Silky, I think they would both do better than Trinity and Kylie and maybe even Raja. So, like, it's a good chance that if whoever comes back could win the next episode, yeah. which would be exciting. Well, Rodrigo, thank you so much for joining us today. Let people know where they can check you out, what you have coming up, all that sort of stuff. Oh, you're so good. Thank you so much, guys. I really had a good time, as usual. Uh, yeah, on Instagram, if anyone wants to, you know, be in contact and uh, more than welcome real talk though who's gonna who is it silky or eureka who's going through eureka in my book i'm yeah. gonna tell you why i'm gonna tell you why because i just think that 
I'm gonna let you finish. I'm gonna let you finish. But Eureka had one of the most mediocre lip syncs of this <laughs> of season. <all> time. <laughs> but no, I, I, I genuinely think that Silky went too far on the stunt shows and shenanigans, and that hampered herself in this performance to an extent, or this this last performance to an extent. Um, and also I feel as if the, the show probably wouldn't be confident enough in this format to put someone who had gone in home so early back into the top five mix so I think they probably would think well look if they put Eureka straight out and straight back in again although it does give us that whole like J.R. Ewing Dallas oh it was all a dream kind of like what if the last two weeks been about moment it is sort of putting someone back in who could still conceivably win the show yeah so that would be my two reasons why I think it's, it's going to be Eureka yeah, I mean, she probably did marginally better in that final lip sync, but I just think we got such a level of entertainment factor from Silky that you know All she kind of deserves it. But, but then I'm like, maybe, maybe that's it. Maybe she needs to leave on this high and then you yeah. know go away. Um, yeah, no, absolutely. I think that it. You know what? We can say we said it back when we were talking about Silky. We said it when we were talking about Silky even before the season started. That she needed a moment of redemption and she deserved a moment of redemption and she second guessed herself and this was a great showcase of why she's one of the like most biggest personality queens that we've had on the show absolutely well thank you for listening to us today we'll be back with you on saturday with the next episode where we're finally going to find out which of those big girls is marching their way back into the into the workroom uh, if you are a premium subscriber and you're in our workroom then you will be able to check out our recap of the next two episodes episode two and three of drag race holland i'm going to be uh, catching up with them there after this podcast comes out i'm looking forward to it because it seems like a really exciting season yeah it does it does so follow us over on instagram at sissy that pod and stay abreast of everything we'll be announcing some new content coming around drag race uk soon so that's the place to be at the cusp of the information mm-hmm. have a lovely weekend and we'll talk to you next week see you love you bye, bye. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com. If you want to support this podcast and get a full ad-free episode, sign up to Headstuff Plus. 